0: hey stars fans it's jeff k public address announcer for your dallas stars and you're listening to starcastic remarks part of the hockey podcast network go stars
1: hello ladies and gentlemen welcome back to starcastic remarks i am your solo host tonight chris generally joined by james and ryan they're unable to be here right now um and I only caught the very tail end of the game and a bunch of highlights at the end. I was at a wedding, so Starcastic Remarks crew was very busy tonight, but I did catch the third period, also caught the overtime, unfortunately, but uh, final score, Stars lose. Uh, game ends 4-3 to three after some late heroics by the captain uh, to tie it up, but it does not matter as the bouncing puck in the very early beginning of overtime goes in off the back of Jake Ottinger, and man, just the, the, the initial thought that I have is we're right on track. I mean, every single series has started the exact same way for the stars. Uh, they're totally outplayed in the beginning. Don't look ready at all. And that was definitely true of the first period here. Uh, they were just totally backs up against the wall. The four check from the, the Vegas golden Knights was on top of them. Huge turnovers. Stars aren't able to handle the puck, unable to get it out of their own zone. Unable to establish a forecheck at all. Um, Somehow come out of the first period with the lead. We'll talk about that a little bit more. But I mean, just the entirety of the game just felt very similar to both game ones that we've already played before. Even coming back late in the period, the third was the best period for the Stars. And that's exactly what happened in the other periods. We figure it out. We get some good luck, get some good breaks. And you just wasted in the overtime. And this is the third overtime, 0 for 3 in overtime in the postseason so far for the stars and it's just the same story as all throughout regular season we probably brush it off a little bit too much because man it really seems like this team cannot win when the game goes past 60 um but let's dig into the game a little bit here as i mentioned early on in the game especially the first 10 minutes fully full domination by the vegas golden knights stars can't get out of their own zone fully slow, losing every puck battle. Very similar to both of the of the game ones. Luckily they're bailed out though by a couple penalties by the Vegas Golden Knights late in that period. Um that really gets the shot totals a lot closer. It gets the stars going. Um this the they didn't look great, I don't think, but I'm giving I'm giving more credit of the power play not looking good to the Vegas Golden Knights than the stars really looking bad, I think. Um it felt like the stars were moving it okay but the it, the positioning by the Vegas golden Knights and the way they're playing against the stars I don't know it just really seemed to to throw them off especially coming off of how uh coming off of how the Kraken played against them they were very close box the Kraken were um on their penalty kill allowing us to pass around the outside um, and get a lot of shots but they're p- plugging up the the shot lanes as we saw in game seven we had 10 shot attempts but none of them get to the net It still allowed us to get some good zone time and build some momentum. Um, Vegas was not like that at all. Putting up a pretty big wall uh, on the blue line, really forcing the Stars to make mistakes in the offensive zone on the power play. Um, So they get through both of the power plays pretty easily. We had one chance by Johnston at the end of the first one. Um, The second unit on the second power play, though, did not look good at all. That one, no credit to Vegas. They were just bad. Couldn't get in the zone. Couldn't make a pass. Couldn't skate. Um, but after that stars get some momentum from that and more so soften whatever was going on from the vegas golden knights we're able to kind of claw back from it and get a pretty lucky goal i'm going to call it from jason robertson a great deflection great uh shot pass by rope hint seeing him up there and getting it to him but man uh totally against the flow of play for me kind of clawing it back a little bit but yeah, very lucky to be up one nothing after that period, and that was pretty much best-case scenario. Um, if you watched the period, saw the way that it played out, the Stars did not deserve to be up a goal in that period. Um, Vegas started out perfectly, and, man, Stars were lucky. I um, want to harp a little bit on the coaching here in this period. I talked about it in the series preview You can't do it three times in a row. You can't come to game one fully unprepared three times in a row. And that's exactly what Pete DeBoer and the Dallas Stars do. No imposing of our will. No, it feels like no game plan. I know that's not true. That's not true at all. But maybe just Vegas's game plan is better. Um, You can also blame this one a little bit on stars go to seven. Vegas ends theirs in six. They got a lot more time to, to rest up. Take a look at what the stars are doing. Maybe you can blame it on that. But when it comes down to it, that, that's that's kind of just excuses, though. Stars had a full three days' rest to recover from the game seven. And it man, to start game one of every single series the exact same way, that's a problem. And I'm, I'm I'm blaming a lot of that on coaching. A lot of that's on the players, too. Not winning puck battles. Coach can't win a puck battle for you. That's up to you to do. But Coach has got to get them ready, I think, for for the first period of game one especially. I think after this, we're going to have felt out the game a little bit more, felt out the, the Knights, know what they're going to be doing, and be able to come back stronger from it. But, yeah, really tough start for the Stars. Really frustrating for me specifically after calling out the starts from the last two series. Um, going on into the second, the Knights get back to doing exactly what they did in the first half of the first. Um, in the first two, before we get to the second, totally forgot to mention uh, Jake Ottinger is the only reason we're up one, nothing, too. By the way, he, he was absolutely phenomenal in the first period. I think he ended up making how many saves was it? 17 saves in the first period. He had double digits before the first half of the first period was over. That's how good this guy was playing, playing completely out of his mind, exactly what we needed. And yeah, I mean, exactly what the bounce back that we wanted to see from Ottinger in game one. Um, now we can kind of go on to the second, same as the first Otter's still playing very well. Stars are kind of getting a little bit of defense back, but man, it's, it's pretty much downhill for, for Vegas in this period is, is what it feels like. Um, also helped out by a little bit by the power play by the Vegas golden Knights. Um, but yeah, second period, all Vegas Dallas didn't really get anything going since we mentioned the the penalties three penalties on the night which w- was just incorrect I mean <laughs> y- y'all watch the game it- it's not correct I mean the most obvious one at the end of the third period Miller just gets demolished straight in the face um I'm not sure how that's not called you could call it the-, the trip or hold on that before Vegas fans who I'm sure are screaming that to the screen sure call a triple hold there but there's tons of penalties that could have been called throughout this game that just weren't that's extremely frustrating for the stars as the biggest advantage they're going to have on the Golden Knights is going to be their special teams. And if the series is called like this, uh, it's called like this the rest of the way, it's it's an advantage for the Golden Knights is what it is. It's, it's an advantage for the Golden Knights if the series is called this way. Could have been plenty of more calls made. It wasn't just the Knights were very disciplined in, the, in this game. I don't think they were. I think the Kraken did a much better job of, than what the Knights did tonight. But somehow they stay out of the box, which really doesn't make sense to me. Um, coming into the third period, somehow the stars escaped from those two periods tied one to one. Shouldn't have happened. Exceptional by Jay Gottinger for getting us to that point. Absolutely amazing. He was he, he, he looked next to unbeatable. He it was it was fantastic by, by Otter. He was the only player who was playing very well for the Stars. Um, end of the third, Carlson gets the go-ahead, second goal for the Golden Knights, his second of the night. He he was one who scored in the second period. Um, that one's just a, a missed coverage by Rope Hintz, who we've touted as being one of the best two-way forwards in the league. Makes a defensive mistake. He bites too hard on the first move by Carlson. Carlson shimmies past him, gets wide open in the high slot. That's a tough tough save to ask for Ottinger, especially after how many he'd already made. Um shortly after that Rope hence with a huge bounce back and that's from pavelski and robertson a fantastic shot by Rope. bar down absolutely unbelievable he moves into solo first place in the playoffs for for points the, the dude still was amazing tonight let's let me let me see we finished at here real quick um yeah so Rope finishes with three points on the night two assists one goal he's playing otherworldly right now. The whole top line played really well. Jason Robertson, of course, gets his first goal in eight games. Uh, He scores and gets an assist for two points. Joe Pavelski with two points. The assist on the the third goal by the Stars to Jamie Benn by Pavelski, absolutely unreal. I mean, the scramble in front, you might think it might have just – I initially thought that it just bounced off of uh, Pavelski's skate on accident. But, no, he looked over, saw Jamie at the corner of the net, and gives him a little kick pass with the toe. And it was absolutely fantastic. Very good play by them. But uh, on, but yeah, the, tie it up immediately after. And really a great response as soon as that goal went in by the Stars. The third period, without a doubt, was the Stars' best period. Exactly like Series 1 and Series 2 against the Wild and the Kraken. Stars come out in the third period and play very well. Um, five minutes later after the Ropey Henskel, Teddy Bluger scores. Um, on a weird play. Otter is fully out of the play. He's in his net when Luger scores after the, uh, I think it was the Colis- after Kolasar drove hard to the net. Um, There's questions about if that was goalie interference. It, unfortunately, it's not. Uh, Miro Hayskin definitely trips Kolasar, and that's the only reason why he ended up getting on Otter. I think that's a good goal. I think it's a good no-challenge. By Pete DeBoer and his and his staff, whoever the replay guy is, I can't remember exactly who it is. Um, Ryan will probably throw it up in the chat if he's still here. Um, but yeah, that's just an unfortunate goal. Honestly, I I can't I can't put that one on Otter. Can't put you, you know you can't put it on. I, I I remember now. Miro Haskinen actually gets beat on the outside on that play right there. But um, by, by Kolisar. I don't. I just think not respecting him enough, not giving him enough space, thinking he could move the puck easily. And Cole Star gets around him. He gets around him, gets to the front of the net, and Miro Haskin gets beat. Um, kind of leads me to another one of my points tonight. I think this might have been one of Miro Haskin's worst games that he's played in the playoffs so far. Um, just looking at advanced analytics, he's he's highest on expected goals against uh at a 186 of course a 1.86, sorry. Um, of course that's going to be, that's a little bit skewed because of how much he plays. He also leads the team in time on ice with, uh, let's see here, 29, 23. And that's only with a little bit of overtime, minute and a half of overtime. So he pretty much played half of the game. Um, but yeah, I don't think, I just don't think he played very well. He he's on the ice, I think for three goals against also on the ice for two goals, four. I just, especially on that third goal is, it, it just seems like a really weak play by Haskin in there and really weird and out of character for him to do. But I mean, when you, when he, you're talking about Miro Haskin being your best player and talking about him for a Norris, that's, that's not really a play. I don't think that a Norris trophy defenseman normally makes, and I don't think he'll make that again. I'm sure he'll have a bounce back next game. I just hot take. I'm going to throw it out there. I don't think Miro played great. Hot takes work better when you have two other guys, uh, going against you for that, but uh, <laughs> take that for what you will. I'm sure Ryan and James will get on me for that one when they're back for the next game. Um, so the game goes on. Stars play fantastic in the third period. Let me pull up their shot totals in the third period here real quick. So third period shots are 16 to eight in the Stars' favor. Um, ab- Absolutely fantastic by the Stars overall. The pressure after the the goal by Teddy Bleager was fantastic. It was as soon as the goal went in, it was pressure against them. And it was there the entirety of the rest of the third period. It's, it's a miracle that we didn't score five on five. What's the goalies pulled though. Fantastic six on five play by the stars. They've been so good. Six on five all season long. Uh, James texted us a little bit. So he was listening on the radio while he's running pizzas, but he, he said he could feel it coming. And the play by Jamie Ben, the captain, that's just a classic Jamie Benn goal right there in front of the net. We call it sopping up to gravy, uh, especially after the incredible pass by Pavelski. That's the kind of goal that I was looking for at the start of this series um, with a team that's going to lock down the middle very well. We want to get the puck to the point like we always do. And then once the puck gets rifled on net, scrap and fight for that puck. And I think that's the kind of goal that we need to look for more as, as the game goes on. So, fantastic play by Jamie Benn. Just clutch as it, clutch as it gets from the captain there. That, that That's what I love seeing from Jamie Benn. Uh, so, he had a fantastic night as well. Not on the face-off dot, unfortunately, but he's plus one for the night. No goals against. That third line was very good, both ends of the ice.
0: Hey, guys, this is Ryan here. Let's face it, with coffee starting at $5, yes, even without any customizations, And our bank account somehow always depleting, we are officially entering a dupe session. Most products do the same thing but are priced differently solely based on the brand name. So, a good duplicate or a dupe is crucial for getting the highest quality at the best price. One dupe you definitely shouldn't sleep on is Raycon Wireless Earbuds. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point so you can listen to what you want when you want and without breaking the bank. If you were to lose your Raycon earbuds, they're not as expensive as some other earbuds out there that I'm not gonna name. So you don't have to feel bad about them as much when you do lose them. So they are on the cheaper side and they're also great, great quality. Raycon's mission, however, is to prove that you shouldn't have to pay an arm and a leg for quality sound and essential smart tech listening features. You can get a pair and a spare And still pay less than you would with some of those other more big-name tech brands out there. And you know who I'm talking about. Raycon knows that in this economy, every purchase needs to be perfect. They offer buy-now, pay-later options. And right now, you can pay as low as $18 at checkout. They have an easy and free return guarantee. They offer two years of product protection insurance for just a few bucks. They offer free domestic shipping and flat-fee international shipping as well. And here's the best thing. They have over 50,000 five-star reviews. That's how you know you're getting a really good quality product. Some of the other features on these earbuds are just absolutely incredible. I love the noise isolation because with three kids, sometimes it's just nice to escape the world for just a second and not worry about anything else that is going on. Although my wife would probably say that's not a good thing. But anyways, the other thing that I really like about these is they have custom gel tips as well. And with my ears, how they are, I have very small, tiny, itty-bitty, like, elf ears. So it's very hard for me to find, like, gel tips that actually fit well. But these do. And it's fantastic. I love it. Go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. Buy Raycon dot com slash THPN. Light the lamp during the hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can make a five dollar bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. I'm going to be paying close attention to the lines and odds on the DraftKings Sportsbook app for the Seattle Kraken and the Dallas Stars series, obviously, but I'm also looking forward to the Carolina Hurricanes and the New Jersey Devils series as well. Canes is kind of like my second team, I'll I'll be honest. I like them a lot. But, anyways, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with the code THPN. New customers can make a $5 hockey playoff bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800 327 5050 or visit helpline ma.org in new york call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y in kansas call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of boot hill casino and resort 21 plus in most eligible states but age varies by jurisdiction Eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for offered details. See DraftKings.com slash boards book for details and state specific responsible gambling resources.
1: Um so we we take it to overtime. The overtime started bad and ended bad. So that they get an early chance against us that's luckily turned away. Stars never really spent any time in the offensive zone, however. And then I, I think I'm not entirely sure of this. Apologies. I'm not f- fully familiar with uh with the lineup for the Golden Knights, but I think this is their second or third line technically. They're kind of like the stars, though. There's not a full full setup there. But Brett Howden, who I believe is new to the Golden Knights, or is at least not a goal scorer really for them. Uh he he ends up uh with the game winner ba- banking it off the back of Ottinger after a broken play. Um, their suitor and and kind of lose their guys in front otter is fully out of his net after making a fantastic save and it's it's a lucky lucky bank off the bat good heads up play by howden there to to get it in front those do go in with some kind of consistency at least but big play by howden knights finish it off without even really a look from the stars um they don't get a good chance in in the overtime at all so like I said, big takeaway for me: the Stars can't lose in overtime again. This is the third straight time haven't won an overtime game in the playoffs. Luckily, this time we weren't dominating the overtime, then lost. That at least makes it hurt a little bit less, maybe. Um, and then the other key takeaway is you gotta you gotta start better than that. The, the start from the Stars every single game one has been terrible. Um. And it's extremely frustrating. And I pin that a lot on the coach. I pin that a lot on the players. And I know you can give the game seven excuse. They just played, but they had three days of rest. They play worse than they have more rest than that. And yeah, I I think it's just a really bad start. But it started just the same way the other series won. And we won that series. Um, So since I'm alone here, y'all hop in the comments a little bit. Give me a few questions. I want to pull up this comment by Ardell. A couple people were understanding it a little. So Ardell says Kolisar blocked a shot and the ref stopped play while Dallas had the advantage in Vegas with broken stick and Guy hobbled. Why the heck did the Stars did the ref's stop play sequence was head scratcher. Not sure if I saw that play fully. Uh what period exactly was that in if y'all remember. Is that talking about the goal? Why? Not sure on that one. So, like I said, I didn't get to watch this whole this whole one, unfortunately. Um, yeah, too bad. on didn't score at the end of the third. I was calling for it, especially. I I, I knew we did not have good luck going into uh, going into overtime, so I was definitely calling for that, and we were pushing for it too. I mean, even after that goal by Jamie Bannon, that's why I said the whole period, because even after that, stars were fully pushing for another goal. Really wanted that one from Dodonov. Um, yeah, that really sucks. Ryan says really sucks that Robo and Ben both get on the scar the score sheet and we don't win. That's definitely true. We talked about before the series started how we really needed Robertson to step up in a big way this series. Um, and he does. I mean, fully showed up tonight. Two points, one goal, and an assist. He he was fantastic. I mean, he was really good tonight. And we're not able to capitalize on it. One other thing that I just remembered now that I want to bring up the The second line, third line, whatever you want to call it, the Sagan line, Sagan, Domi, and terrible on defense today. Uh, Minus three tonight on the ice for three goals against. um, I believe... Yeah, so that's... I think that's both of the... No, that's the first William Carlson goal, the Teddy Bluger goal, and the Brett Howden goal is the ones that they're on the ice for. And that's just really inexcusable. Um, We had a couple of looks by that line getting some pressure in the offensive zone, getting some cycle going, but not really a lot of chances. I don't feel like from them. Um, So Domi has one shot. Uh Sagan, ha- Sagan had six shots on goal. So maybe Sagan did get a good number of chances there. And I'm just an idiot, but Marchman also with one shot. So maybe we're looking at Domi and Marchman, not having a great game and Sagan getting a lot to the net, but yeah, I, I don't know. That line just did not look right to me. We talked about before the, before the playoffs started, that line has to produce for us to to be successful in this playoffs. And we know that that line is going to be our worst line defensively, especially with Domi and Marchment. They are not the most defensively at-home guys. Uh, Domi is notorious for it, but it it, it can't be that bad. We got to get a little bit more from them, either offensively or defensively. It doesn't have to be – they have to be locked down defensive guys, but if they're not going to – play defense as bad as they did tonight, they're gonna have to show up on the on the score sheet at all. Um the other step that I wanted to mention, Stars are finally playing a pretty good face-off team, at least in the Golden Knights. The Stars are still the best face-off team in the league by a pretty good margin. Stars lose the face-off battle tonight, 43 to 57%, which is really not excusable. I mean, they probably did that less than five times during the entirety of the regular season. So that, that really can't happen there. And it, it cost you in the third period. I feel like we had a lot more, uh, a lot more face-offs in the offensive zone that we could have gotten to. And it, those face just aren't going our way. So that definitely has to get cleaned up. And that goes back to not winning the puck battles. I mean, the face-off is the, is the first puck battle of the sequence and you're not winning that one. You're not winning a lot of puck battles. Um so I'm gonna go uh, we're gonna give a little bit of a biggest winner, biggest loser here. I'm gonna give my biggest winner to Jamie Ben just with the clutch goal. fantastic, classic Jamie play, who he hasn't done a ton in the playoffs either. I mean, we talk a lot about Robertson. Ben has got to be better too. It's his third goal of the playoffs uh of the postseason so far. So love seeing that from Ben. We need a little bit more from him. I mean, especially, you get to a new series, sometimes you need new guys to pick up some slack. Jamie Ben is definitely a guy who can do that for you. Um, and the biggest loser tonight, I'm giving it to the, the entire Sagan line. Being minus three, y'all know I don't love the plus-minus stat, but these guys, it's not like they had the highest ice time. The, the ice time they had, they each pretty much had 14 minutes. They are playing third-line minutes. And you, you, can't, you can't lose that badly. You can't lose that badly, especially against... Two, two other goals are against lines that are not fantastic goal-scoring lines either. So, yeah, just don't love that. Um, let's kind of wrap this one up and take it into game two. I, I hate losing this. It sucks to lose an overtime again. I just want to win an overtime game. It, 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 needs to, it needs to happen just for my mental health. <laughs> but I'm not too worried about it. Obviously, we lost the first two series in game one. We're starting on the road. You're looking to steal a game here. Um, And the Stars played pretty much as bad as they could have, and they almost snuck away with it, and Otter almost snuck away with it. Um, So I'm not too pessimistic about this one. We really need to show up in game two, though. It doesn't need to be a win, I don't think. You really want to win there, obviously, since we haven't. Won both of our first games at the AAC yet this postseason. But you got to show up. You got to impose your will in the first period a little bit. Don't just skate by like we did tonight. We got pretty lucky with that. And well, we got pretty lucky when we have a Jake Ottinger. But you, you got to start game two better. It, it's got to be imposing your will. Just like I said, we need to start this game. You you got to get on top of them quick. Um, So let me see if I can i can find some comments here before i close it out here tonight did ryan say something stupid let's look at ryan's comment here i know we lost the first two game ones but i really think we needed to win this game in order to win the series yep you all already know i disagree with ryan ryan's dumb this is exactly what we wanted to happen we got him right where we want him guys we we played bad at the first of game one come back play good in the third losing over time that's what we do so we're right on track with that one. Brooke with the prediction, Ben will be a presence in this series. Not like he hasn't been a presence in the other series, but offensive presence, yes, absolutely agree with that. I think he's he's going to show up more for us. I think it's a good start for him tonight here, get the monkey off the back a little bit more. Um, thank you, Nathan, for agreeing with me. Ryan, Ryan's wrong. Love that. Let's see uh overwatch okay we'll pop this in at the end of the episode nathan me and james play overwatch we are both very bad though so it'd take you a little bit to, to to boost us to masters um let's see i think i think that's gonna be it so thank you guys for checking in with me sorry we didn't have the full cast here oh and one more thing it's gonna be tough for me to be on the podcast anymore for the rest of the season so as y'all can see i'm in james's room right now uh just got back from a wedding and i am on my way to germany sunday i'm gonna be on the plane while the stars are playing um and germany actually weirdly they have some pretty strict quiet hours actually in germany so from like 10 p.m to 7 a.m you can actually get a ticket for making too much noise so i'm gonna be trying to listen to the games as or watch the games as quietly as i can But it's going to be tough for me to try and find a place to hop on the podcast. I'll definitely be in the comment section trying to check Ryan a little bit, as y'all know, (laughs) with uh, some of his comments. But likely it'll it'll be my last time, at least with my face on the podcast. So y'all be good to Ryan and James. Uh, Make James talk and don't let Ryan get away with too much while I'm gone. But that'll do it for us tonight. Uh, be sure to check out DraftKings, use that promo code THPN. Same thing with Raycon. Love those guys helping us out. It allows us to do this podcast for free and get a little bit on top. So we'd be doing this anyway. We love talking stars hockey. Uh, we love talking stars hockey with y'all. I mean, getting y'all in here as well. The little community that we've made is just so much fun. Love seeing y'all in the chat, love all the comments. So keep that up. Check us, check out. Uh, Raycon DraftKings. Check out our website sarcasticremarks.com. Just keep that bookmarked on your tab. I mean, it'll tell you when your new uh, episodes are up. It'll give you some blog posts. It's a pretty, pretty good website. I mean, give Ryan some props there. He he made that pretty pretty seamless, in my opinion. Very, very impressed with that. So, come check us out Sunday night. Ryan and James should be there. It will be a little bit later. It will not be immediately after the game. Busy time of year for the Chambers, boys. But we'll see y'all Sunday nights for a recap of Game 2, and I'm sure it'll be a Stars win. I'm just serving. We got it right where we want it, boys.